Okay, actually, I kind of want to see if we can do it with you doing the intro now. <laughs> I don't even remember the intro. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Not If I Reboot You First, the podcast where we take popular properties and reboot it before Hollywood has the chance to. I'm Lindsay. Oh, no, I thought I was doing it so that you could do it. No, no, Okay, okay, then let me do a good take this time then. Hello, and welcome to Not If I Reboot You First, the podcast where we take popular properties and reboot them before Hollywood has a chance to. It's a little bit like... What, what is it like? I forgot. Uh, writing fanfiction. Really. There you go. We're, we're brainstorming fanfiction. We're not getting as far enough to write the fanfiction, but we're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Lindsay. And I'm Tanner. Um, I, we're already off to a, a bad start because I tried to... <laughs> Tried to see if Lindsay had the capacity to do the intro, and she's like, no, don't put that on me, you idiot. <laughs> abort mission, abort now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, here's, here's something that I want to start doing, since I've, a lot of other podcasts are getting into it. What are our pronouns, Lindsay? I use she, her, and if I ever decide to actually use my limited French, uh, L L. I don't know any French. I use they, them. <laughs> um, L is she, and L is, with an S, is her. But because French doesn't pronounce the last letter of words, <laughs> it's almost identical. French was like, we need to be fancier than the English, so we're just going to add all the extraneous letters. And then English is like, we need to be fancier than the French, so we're also going to add all these extraneous letters, but with even less rules attached to them. <laughs> what was that one mean? Uh, English shoots up in the bathroom? <laughs> no, English beats up other languages in a back alley and rifles through their pockets for a spare grammar. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, at least we're not like Spanish, which has two, two Bs that have very different meanings. Did, like, is it one is, like, to do and one is, like, to exist? Yeah. And then there's Mandarin that has three different types of to be, which two are similar to the Spanish one, and one is, like, it's used so casually, it's almost like us saying, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Klingon, which has no bees. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> to continue or not to continue. <laughs> Shout out to Browse Hall High. Shout out to Kyle Kalgren going through that whole thing. Oh, God. <laughs> so you use they, them. I use uh, she, her. And we'll try and stick with that and uh, ask our guests about that, too, because we have another few guests lined up now. Um, what the fuck are we doing today? Um, I'm just going to say it's Pokemon related because, yeah. Yay, Pokemon. Just in time for the new generation reveal, except not really, because this is coming out like a good 11 days after that. And also we're recording several days yet because I'm a mucus monster again. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to trip up my luck right now. Okay. I can't afford to be sick. Valid. I can't really afford to be sick either, yet here I am. Yeah. So, anyway... 
Pokemon, because Gen 8 reveal happened, and also this is a sequel that I had wanted to happen, but it's probably never going to happen unless Nintendo has something planned. So Gen 6 was a pretty big deal. Like, we officially transitioned to the 3D models, and we got the French region of Kalos. We got Mega Evolutions, but, you know, pretty similar to the previous generations and all that. Cool starters, all that sort of, you know, the usual stuff. But unlike other uh, generations, it didn't get, like, that third, um, the third game, or in the case of uh, Black and White, the two sequel games... Which the letter did with uh, Gen 7. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about a hypothetical Pokemon Z. Yes, I'm Canadian. I say Z. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that they're saving Pokemon Z for when they do the Canadian region now. <laughs> I wonder why we in Canada say Z and not Z. Because I think Bryn does Z. I don't know. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah. I mean, phonetically, Z sounds better than Z. Yeah. Unless it's a French thing. I'll go through the French alphabet later. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a French thing. Oh, it's their fault. Yeah. Congratulations, Quebec. <laughs> you want a few things. You're the reason why we say clique instead of click. Niche instead of niche. God, I hated hearing niche whenever I watch like science stuff. For whatever reason, it grates on me, but that's because I, like, no, it's supposed to be pronounced niche. I say click instead of clique. I prefer clique. Again, français. Yeah. So. You actually had a teacher to teach you French. Our French teacher disappeared a weekend. We got a substitute <laughs> teacher who didn't know anything, so we just played cribbage for an entire semester. <laughs> So I'm not bilingual for shit, but I can school you in cribbage. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I do not profess to be bilingual at all, but because I want to get a government job and I literally live across the border from Quebec, I need to up my French. I mean, you've learned quite a bit just through osmosis, and that is a significantly larger amount than me. Uh, again, because I paid attention in class and... Yeah, Gabriel was a pretty good teacher. I though I truth be told, I nearly dropped French in grade ten because my uh teacher, Madame Cataret, was a fucking vulture. Just the worst. Yeah, I mean she comes in with like a sack full of carrion. <laughs> just chews on it raw. <laughs> well, she did look like a vulture, like the hunched shoulders and she kinda had her arms up and <laughs> uh -huh. long neck. Beady eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, like your teacher is one of the bird things from Dark Crystal. Yeah. And that entire class was spent just conjugating verbs. Ugh. Like, I get conjugation is important, and oh god, French and conjugation is the worst. English doesn't make sense, kind of on purpose, but French, it is like, so repetitive. That after a while, your eyes just glaze. Duh. So anyway, Kalos. Kalos, the yeah. French region. So it probably would be version Z. Yes. <laughs> Basically, what what this version would do would almost be like the Pokemon Platinum to Gen 6. Uh, yeah, 6 is uh, Diamond and Pearl. 
which is mostly cleanup stuff. Okay, yeah. Because, like, I love Kalos. I love Gen 6. I thought everything about it was great. The aesthetics were fantastic. I like the story. I like the professor. I like the Pokemon. Yeah, unfortunately, there wasn't as many Pokemon introduced in that generation. But you also got Mega Evolutions, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And it sort of continues on with the whole bonding with your Pokemon thing. Yeah, it's a bit like Digimon, but who fucking cares? Pokemon and Digimon are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Yeah, like, Digimon wouldn't exist without Pokemon, like... Actually, it's the other way around. Oh. Digimon, the Digimon video games came out a year before the Pokemon games did. Okay. Because I was under the impression that Pokemon was under development a bit longer, so... Well, Pokemon was probably in development, but the release came after Digimon. Okay. Digimon was actually made specifically to be Tamagotchi for boys. Okay. Yeah, because apparently having a Tamagotchi is a girl thing... Yes. Amazing Only how... girls are allowed to have emotions. Yeah. It's amazing how gendered toys can get. Yeah. And how stupid the gendering is. <sighs> Coming from a girl who used to play with Tonka trucks. Nice. And Barbies. Yeah. I had a lot of bar- Barbies. Um, so, yeah. The big thing about Platinum and why Platinum is considered like the best version of Gen 4 is mostly they just cleaned up a lot of stuff. Like, and from... added a lot more. Yeah, there was a lot more to do. Um, they improved the frame rate, which was a big complaint from the other two games. I've been doing a playthrough of uh, Pokemon Pearl, and yeah, it's slow. Like, I don't mind it being slow, but you notice it. Um, yeah, adding more Pokemon, upping the um, the power levels of the gyms too. And I think they kind of switched around the order a bit. They did, because in uh, Diamond and Pearl, you had the option of fighting Maylene or Crasher Wake in either order, and then you had to defeat both of them before you could face Fantine, and so you had to like do some backtracking. And while a lot of people like having a nebulous order for the gyms, it does mean that when you backtrack through another route, you're actually overleveled. Yeah. So yeah, they switched around the order a bit. They um, upped the power levels of the gym gym leaders too. And they didn't really change the story that much. No, they only expanded on like the end game where instead of summoning Dialga or Palkia, Cyrus summons both of them. And then that makes a hole in space time and he gets sucked into the distortion world and you have to go face Giratina. It took me like three hours to catch Giratina in that one, just because the random number god did not like me. Oh. Yeah, mine was quick, but Master Ball, so. I didn't want to. I never use Master Balls. I will only use the Master Ball for the cover legendary. So you gotta save it for like the roaming ones. Yeah, well, there were a number of roaming. Uh, roaming legendaries from uh oras where i use quick balls <laughs> yep that also works yep uh that was great um i quick balled necrozma in ultra sun and ultra moon and i was like so hyped and then i found out that in that game it has the same catch rate as caterpie <laughs> well you know it, it was probably a mercy thing like think about it the battle with necrozma was hard so yeah. hard yeah, and when you find it, it's like 
dead as fuck. Yeah. And the developers are probably going like, you know what? We have made this one of the toughest battles in the entire game, if not one of the toughest battles in the entire series. Let's just give give this to them. Yeah. Which, great. Yeah, that made everything easier. So, yeah, I'm... The story itself isn't going to be changed that much, though there are a couple branching trees that I thought about plot-wise, because, yeah. Yeah. Even though... Even though I know that with like the third Pokemon in it, with a third game in each generation, they don't actually change the story itself all that much, except to uh, better integrate a legendary or whatever. Yeah, they will combine the best parts of two versions into one. Like with Pokemon Emerald, they combined the plot elements of Ruby and Sapphire, and so Aqua and Magua were both in the wrong. Yeah. Because you're both eco-terrorists, you, yeah. you nitwits. <sighs> oh, oh, Aqua Magma, you silly, silly fools. Yeah. So aside from that, it was also like figuring out which Pokemon should get uh, Mega Evolutions. Uh, mostly this is, um, these are Pokemon from Gen uh, 6 itself because none of them did, which was sad. Well, I kind of got why because they didn't want... They wanted the Mega Evolutions to be like a cool bonus thing for the older Pokemon. The Generation 6 Pokemon, they were already going to get attention because they're the shiny new thing. Yeah, but I felt like they were still overshadowed, especially because of the catering to uh, Gen 1. But at the same time, like I understand because it was an anniversary year. Yeah. Well, not even though. That was the next year. And that's why we didn't get a Generation Z is because they rushed Sun and Moon into and out of production. Yeah. And those were the anniversary games. Yeah. Which, oh, oh well. Like, anyway, complicated reasons for why uh, a Pokemon Z does not exist right now. Maybe someday they'll revisit this and actually produce a Pokemon Z. Um, so yeah, the biggest changes that I had, sorry if I sound very unprepared, but like there actually wasn't a lot of stuff that I wanted to change other than to say, hey, Pokemon Z should exist. Yeah. Um... So, the rivals, that's kind of one of the first things I was thinking about changing, because, uh, like, it's great to play against the uh, player character that you didn't choose, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I sometimes feel like it can be a bit superfluous, especially when you have um, a pretty great rival in the form of Shauna. Yes. And it would actually be the first time that like, if all of the other rival characters did not exist, it would be the first time you had a female rival in the game. Yeah, like, not just because you picked the male character model. Yeah. So, my options were the non-picked character works for Sycamore with more focus on Shauna. Sort of like what was done in Gen 3. Okay. Where you don't really interact with the model that you didn't choose all that often, except when it came to stuff pertaining to the main plot. Yeah, actually, Gen 3, 4, and 5 all kind of did that kind of thing where the model you didn't pick... Actually, I don't even think you see the model you don't pick in Gen 5. Yeah. You just have other rivals hard-coded in regardless. Yeah. So it was really only Gen 6, now that I think about it, where they took center stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, option 2 was non-chosen PC does not appear more focused on Shauna. Option three is only Shauna's rival 
And more interactions with Dexio and Cena. Who okay. I, I personally like Dexio and Cena, the two yeah. assistants that work for Sycamore. I actually, I liked the player character rival in X and Y because they had like character development and a, a, their own arc going on. But I felt bad when I kept on beating them because I'm pretty sure they were having an existential crisis by the end. Yeah. Like, I would say if you were to keep all of that in, let them beat you at some point. Like, go up against them and they have an incredibly overleveled team that there's no way you could be prepared for. And they do wipe the floor with you. And then you can be like, hey, congratulations, you finally surpassed me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, my feeling was reading up about Shauna and... Like seeing, oh, she really should have been like your main rival if um, the option was like you choose your player character and the other player character doesn't exist in the story. And also kind of improving your team. Yeah. Like slightly more powerful, bit more options. Also featuring some of the Pokemon that you didn't choose. Like uh, aside from like whatever starter you picked, the other Kanto starter... And instead of the ones being weaker to you that she picks, she gets the ones that are stronger to yours. Yeah, so that she always has a Pokemon that's challenging you. Yeah. I'd also like if she has a Gumi near the very beginning. Yeah. And then it spends most of the game just being kind of a jokey joke Pokemon, and then you don't even see her with a Sligu. It's just all of a sudden at the end, ah, I have a Gudra now! Yeah. (laughs) Kicking ass, taking names. Gonna slime you. Then... Uh, another improvement, give Delphox a better move pool. Also a better design. I actually like the design. I, I like parts of it, but then there's other parts where it's like, it looks very bland. I must be in the minority because I just like, like the entire line. Like, like I definitely love the concept and I love the look of Brakeson. And then I feel like Delphox kind of missed the mark a bit. And it could definitely have, like, some more witchy stuff going on with its head. And less of just a cone body. <laughs> okay. Like, maybe have something akin to a witch's hat or a wizard's hat. Yeah. Because that was definitely the look they were trying to make with that ear hair. Like, that's the only yeah. reason it's forgivable. <laughs> yeah. I hear a lot of complaints about Delphox's design. And I'm like, but I love... Like that, that's Fox. fair. It's there's definitely Pokemon with some designs I take more umbrage with. Yeah, it's just the the reason that Delphox pains me is because Brakeson was like such a spot on perfect design. Okay, fair enough. So slightly more witchy appearance, and um, definitely a better move pool. Yeah, like it's it's not great. It's not great. You almost have to take like not copy paste Ninetales but Ninetales has some pretty good moves mm-hmm. so to go on to Bulbapedia the place for all Pokemon info yes once you evolve Delphox you get Mystical Fire it has access to Ember, Howl, Flame Charge Side Beam, Fire Spin, Lucky Chant Light Screen, Psy Shock, Flamethrower Will of the Wisp, Psychic Sunny Day, Magic Room uh, Fire Blast, Future Sight, it actually doesn't have a lot of psychic moves that it can get stab on. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was listening to that list, and it's like, those all, like, I, I can hear all the moves I would use on a Delphox, like, mainly because I don't mess around with stat stuff, I just attack, attack, attack. Yeah. Actually, the fire moves are fairly good. 
it's more the psychic moves. Mm-hmm. And then there's its ability, if I could get back up to the top. Ah! So, Magician, uh, the Pokemon steals the held item of a Pokemon it hits with a move. We can do better. Yeah. So, do-do-do-do-do, what would be a good special ability? Um, maybe something that, I mean, this would probably be the hidden ability, because yeah. all the starters get Blaze as their standard ability. Yeah. If we made an ability that, like, increased the power of psychic moves in sunlight, or even just increased special attack in sunlight, mm-hmm. because it already gets, actually, no, probably just the psychic moves, because it already gets a boost for the fire in sunlight, but if it yeah. was able to get boosts on both of its stabs in the sun, it would be a monster. Oh, yeah. And I don't think that's an ability that exists. Like, we'd have to make yeah. it. Although also just giving it draught would probably be good, too. Because yeah. does it have access to solar beam? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, it can learn solar beam. Okay. So, yeah, so if we were just even to just give Delphox drought, and then you can throw a solar beam on there, and a flamethrower, and two psychic stabs... It's pretty then, sweepy. Yeah, very sweepy. Maybe improve attack a little bit. Well, not necessarily, because it's yeah. not going to be using attack very much. It's very much a special sweeper. Okay. And my other thought was to include various starters, including Gen 6, in the whole uh, Mega Evolution group. Yeah, so give everybody a bunch of Mega Evolutions. Okay, then like, how about... It boosting psychic moves in sunlight is this Mega Evolution's ability. Yeah. And then Mega Delphox can have a big old witch hat and, like, a broom. <laughs> have it sit side saddle on a broom that's floating there, and the broom's also on fire! Ooh, and maybe add to its color scheme purple, because that's part of its shiny form. And oh, purple yes. is a very magical color. Like orange and purple? Yeah, orange and purple, it's actually a good color combo. And it's riding a firebolt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, improve Delphox. Let's see. Make the evolutions for all the starters. I mean, uh, Greninja already kind of has Ash Greninja. Yeah. But, like, one of the complaints was, like, only Gen 1 got start. Got Mega Evolutions? Gen 1, Gen 3, and Greninja. Gen 3 and Greninja. I heard rumors that they might bring back some more Mega Evolutions and give them to the Johto and Sinnoh starters for this Gen 8. Okay. But I just thought, let's cover all our bases and give everybody a Mega Evolution so that yeah. nobody can fucking complain. Exactly. And then I reached out to Ryan to uh, get some suggestions on some other Pokemon that could also get Mega, Mega Evolutions. I almost said mm -hmm. Mega. Don't Mega. know why. Yeah. So aside from starters, do 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 do. God, Butterfree. What would Mega Butterfree look like? Real big butterfly. It would be like Bug Fairy. Yeah, I was thinking Bug Fairy, which it's a really great combo. Yes. Like, uh, my Ultra Moon playthrough, I used uh, Cutie Fly in Ribumby, and one of my best players, like, most valuable member. Yeah, if it has a good special attack. Because I think that that's, I turned in uh, Heart Gold and Souls, no, it was just Heart Gold, um, 
But in Heart Gold, I think I turned my Butterfree into a special sweeper and it's just like, oh, hello, hello, Dark Types, eat Signal Beam. <laughs> yeah, and I figure if you add to the moon move pool a Pollen Puff, which is like, oh yeah, you can take energy from your opposing Pokemon and give energy to, or heal yourself or give energy to a partner Pokemon. Oh, it's nice. It's great. Uh, let's see. Arcanine, Machamp. Would Arcanine become Fire Ice? I was thinking Fire Psychic. I'm not sure if that meshes necessarily with Arcanine. Hmm. And Arcanine already has like a lot of ice aesthetic around it in the anime. Okay. Like they kind of, like, I'm pretty sure there's an episode where it's like, oh, it's an ice battlefield. Arcanine is totally at home in this, even though it's a fire type. Yeah. Like, I remember reading it was based off of some sort of mythical creature from Chinese myth. That's kind of why yeah, I'm I think psychic there's typing. One of several Pokemon that have a Shisa as the basis. Mm. Um, yeah. Let's see. A Fire Ice typing would give it some defense against ground. Uh, yeah. They'll also make it a way more weak to rock. If it could learn Freeze Dry, then it could fight against water types, too. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Who else was on that Mega Evolution list? Uh, I got Rapidash as a Fire Ghost. Oh, I dig that. Yeah, because I was thinking about the Wild Hunt. Yes, that's what I was just about to mention. Yeah, and also like at shiny form, it's like got the gray fire going and it kind of has a ghostly appearance. So I'm like, yes, this is Odin's steed. Oh, mega ghost fire mega rapidash would look metal as fuck. Yes. <laughs> Black and green, something like that. Uh, let's see. Rapidash to Drio. Breloom. Breloom needs more love. I love a Breloom. Yeah. I don't think Breloom would change its typing, but it would probably get some kind of status effect related ability. Yes. Uh, let's see. Flygon. They almost got a Mega Evolution for Omega Ruby off of Sapphire, and then they just ran out of development time. Yeah. Yeah, I think the main uh, designer just could not come up with a good enough design. Yeah. A Mega Flygon would probably be Bug Dragon. Okay, yeah. Because right now they're just Ground Dragon. They lose the bug typing when they evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, just, just more. Flygon, but more. Yeah. Like, maybe enhance that whole Dragonfly appearance. Oh, yeah. It'd kind of look like a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cacturn, Melotic, Cricketune, Luxray, Rosary, Driftbloom, Toxicroak, Bronzon, Frostless, Raniculus, Corfigurus, Gigalith, Golurk. Yeah, those are the ones that I actually, like, gave types and abilities. Um. Golurk would look like a Megazord. Yeah. But I like my big old golem. Yeah. Um, going back to the starters... Omega Chikorita would definitely be Grass Fairy. Yes. So yeah, Johto, uh, Meganium, Grass Fairy, Typhlosion, Fire Dark. Okay. Um, Freligator, Water Fighting. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and then, but I don't know about Torterra. Uh, I feel like Torterra maybe just go to Pure Grass. Okay. Because the ground typing does hurt it in a lot of places. Yeah. Especially in an ice-heavy region. Yeah, like it can give it a stab against fire, but then it makes it weak to ice and it doesn't do anything against flying. 
It already resisted electric. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes away its water resistance. Yeah. So yeah, just going to straight grass and then giving it something like thick fat. Oh yeah. And Torterra becomes a beast. Yeah, it'd like like you'd get it'd lose the mountain range on its back, but it'd gain like way more trees. Yeah. So like remember do you remember Ibon Wumon from Digimon? Not really. He was like one of the Digimon sovereign. He was a turtle with a big tree coming out of his back, and I feel like that's what Mega Torterra would look like a little bit. Okay. Uh, let's see, going down the starters. Uh, Superior, Embraer, and Samurott. Samurott needs to be water fighting, or water steel. Yeah, I was thinking water steel, because of the whole samurai thing. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised it wasn't one or the other when all the stuff came out about it. Yeah. Uh, Embraer, uh, would stay water fighting, and for Superior, I actually thought grass steel. Hmm. Because Quetzalcoatl. The Feathered Serpent. Okay. Yeah, and he's associated with, like, fertility and rain, grass, that sort of stuff, amongst other and things. So grass steel and not grass flying? Well, I was thinking grass flying. You said grass steel. Okay, I might have mispronounced, but okay. on the document, it says grass flying. Okay. Yeah. And then just giving Superior a bit more of, like, a feathered appearance? Yes. That could even actually... Go beyond that, become Grass Dragon. Ooh, yeah. Have we Which ever is, had a Grass Dragon? Well, Skeptile. Beca- uh, Mega oh, yeah. Skeptile is Grass Dragon as well. Okay, yeah. But there's no reason we can't repeat some of the stuff. Yeah. And then, let's see, Kalos, their typings would pretty much stay. They would just gain different abilities and have slightly more Mega looks. Yeah, like give Chestnut a whole bunch of shiny armor. Yeah. Uh, the Alola starter. So Decidueye, Incineroar, and Primarina oh, well, again. Are we, okay, if we're including Alola stuff, does that mean that we're assuming Zed is coming out, like, in the modern day instead of retroactively coming out? Yeah. During Gen- okay. It's just better for my mind, personally. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, Decidueye, Incineroar, and Primarina, again, their types are going to stay the same. It's more their abilities are going to change. And again, their looks are going to become more fabulous, basically. Yes. So I feel like Mega Incineroar would have like a big trench coat and probably a hat and basically turn into the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, what if like Charizard, Incineroar had two Mega forms, and so that's Incineroar X, and then Incineroar Y becomes firefighting. Oh no! And that's when it's and that's the one where Incineroar becomes a face instead <laughs> he of a heel. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I killed Tanner. <laughs> the joke's too funny. <laughs> And it has an ability where nothing can hit it a few turns after it mega evolves, and then its idle animation is it's doing the hand in front of the face. You can't see me! <laughs> and when it mega evolves, you get the trumpets! <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what else? Um, here's a random one. Klefki could also use a mega form. 
Yeah, like, I don't know what it would look like, but probably... It would probably just be... I mean, I, yeah, I don't know about appearance either. Stats-wise, it would probably keep the same typing and ability and just boost its stats, because, like, yeah. its whole thing is that it sets up status debuffs and all that. Like, if you're playing with Klefki, you're not you're trying to mess with people. Yeah. And the Steel Fairy typing is a fucking boss. Oh, yes. Let me some Steel Fairies. Um, let's see, the other Pokemon I got listed here, uh, Talonflame, Pangoro, Halucha, Trevenant, Noivern, Meowstic, Florgris, Vivillon, Vicavolt, Lycanroc, Salazzle, Oranguru, Passimian, Silvalli, Delmise, and Koma'o. See, a lot of those I feel like they don't necessarily need Mega Evolutions, although I will say that Passimian could probably use one. Yeah. I picked up a Simeon to be my fighting type in my Sun playthrough, mm-hmm. and it was a pain trying to keep him alive through that whole game. Oh, yeah. So it could definitely use a buff or two. Noivern, I feel like it was kind of a letdown. Like, I like Noivern a lot, but I almost feel like, I don't know, there was something missing to it. It just needs a bit more? Yeah, it just needs a little bit more. Does it have any abilities that boost the sound-based moves? Let's see, telepathy, frisk, or infiltrator. Okay, yeah, then it, it should definitely get an ability that boosts its sound-type moves, or, like, sound-based moves. Yes. Because it has a plethora of those in its move pool, I'm pretty sure. Like, its signature move is Boom Burst. Yeah. Also, it's a speaker box bat. Yeah. Do you think that Generation 8 is when we get a sound typing? Ooh. That would be cool. Because that's, like, everyone was predicting there'd be a light type, and we kind of got that in Fairy. Yeah. And so, like, the next most commonly predicted one for new typings is sound. Mm-hmm. And there's already, like, a lot of framework for a sound type in the games. And it makes a lot more sense than people wanting nuclear-type Pokemon. Yeah. Because, really, nuclear-type moves, if it hypothetically existed, would actually act more like poison-type. Yeah. Or like a mix of poison and fire. Oh, we need to give Mega Evolutions to some poison Pokemon. Yeah. Mega Saviper. Yes. Maybe give it like a poison steel typing? Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, and then like design-wise, that knife at the end of its tail just like turns into a pretty much a sword. Like a big old scimitar. Or a scythe. Or a scythe, yeah. (sighs) Dragalge. Dragalge? Yeah, Dragalge. Ah, see, I already really like the design of Dragalge. Yeah. I think that one just needs, like, a better stat boost. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, with some of these, if we just need small adjustments, they can just be retcons, because they've changed base stat totals and designs partway through generations as well. Yeah. Or between generations. Yeah. Now, another thing I was thinking about, because this was done in gen 4 was adding some more uh evolutions to a couple pokemon that could use an extra evolution yes like let us go to the list of pokemon the grand list of pokemon yeah see and in this case is very much becoming something of we'd also like to see this in sword and sword and shield yeah let's see tanner what are some pokemon that you think need an extra evolution um jinx Okay. Mainly for thematic reasons, like it used to be part of a trio with Electabuzz and Magmar, mm-hmm. and then those two, and because they all got 
pre-evolutions at the same time, but then those two got evolutions and Jinx did not. Yeah. So I would like a legitimate evolution for Jinx. Yeah. Um, also, Love Disc. Yeah, actually make it evolve into something instead of just being like a placeholder. Yeah, I actually, I saw an interesting concept where it's like, becomes water fire because burning passion or something like that. Okay. Um, also, the Basculins feel like they really deserve an evolution because I feel like yeah. just having two different forms based on random numbers essentially is a mm-hmm. bit of a waste. Like I was expecting more from them. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for something to happen. I'm trying to think of single stage Pokemon. Yeah. That are just kind of sitting there. <laughs> oh, again, Klefki. Yeah. Good. Either a Mega Evolution or just a standard evolution. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got another retcon. Um, retyping the Florgus line. Into Grass Fairy? Yeah, Grass Fairy or Fairy Grass. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, oh, here's one I have based off of the tabletop game that we're playing. Yeah. Um, with, oh, shoot, who's the poodle? Uh, Furfru. Well, yeah, with Furfru. Um, in the tabletop game we're playing, instead of it just being aesthetic reasons, when you change its, uh, the design of its fur coat, it actually gains abilities based off that. Okay. And so that'd be cool if they put that into the games, like you give it a special design and that boosts a special attack or dispense or stuff like that. Instead of just for the appearances. Yeah. Oh, I had another idea. The Oricorio line. I really like those birds, and I like the idea that the different nectars change its typing and its appearance from island to island. But they need better moves. They need better moves. And like with the changing of the typings, they actually do get slightly different move pools. Yes. Like the bias style can actually use fire moves. Exactly. I wanted I wanted to use Oricorio as my electric type, but I couldn't because it doesn't learn Thunder Punch or like anything. Even... Like no electric moves. Yeah, yeah. I also used the pom pom style, and like she was great as my flying type. But yeah, I wanted her to learn some like freaking electric moves. Yeah. So yeah, the big thing with Oricorio is just like making sure that they have access to type specific moves i wonder if we'll get a new dance style Ooh, yeah highland style <laughs> irish style it would be uh grass flying yeah and it always keeps its wings here and <laughs> never changes facial expression <laughs> we and... kind of breeze past any plot stuff and i feel like we should circle back to that yeah, because when I made my list of changes that should happen, I kind of was all over the place with them. But so one of the things I would have liked to have seen more is like going a bit more in depth into Sycamore Lysander and Diantha's relationships. Yeah, because who even is Diantha? We don't know. Yeah, like make Diantha more active in the in the plot. Like she doesn't have to be like super involved or anything because you're the main character. You're the one who has to save the region, but she does stuff like um, make her more like Steven and Cynthia, basically. Yeah. Just more active. You get to battle with her a few times. You battle against her a few times. She gives you an egg. I was thinking like an Eevee that has a higher than average chance of being a shiny. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. And it would totally fit with her sort of aesthetic. Yes. 
And yeah, just like delving more into Sycamore and Lysander's particular relationship. Going back to Diantha, fit her in as some sort of like trio. Like maybe they were, they started their Pokemon journeys together when they were kids. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Even though like, I know that Lysander is supposed to be like a former student of Sycamore, but just appearance-wise, they look to be roughly the same age anyway. Yeah. So it would actually make more sense to retcon it as they were all trainers together. Yeah, I like that. Also, do some more with Malva, because Malva is supposed to be a part of Team Flare. I was reading some stuff about Pokemon Adventures, and uh, the original Elite Four was evil. Yeah. So basically just like yank that plot over into X and Y for Zed. Oh, so all the members of the Elite Four are going to be part of Team Flare? Maybe not, but I would say Melva as the leader of the Elite Four. Leader in quotation marks and that she forces everybody to basically be compliant in what she's She's the Lance doing. of the Elite Four? Yeah, basically. And slightly tougher fight, too. Yeah. Also, just have her, like, show up in the plot. Like, she's... Yeah. She says, oh, yeah, I was a member of Team Flare, and but that's done now because you beat them. But you only ever see her, like, in the Holocasters and the end. And if you're not paying attention, you don't even realize that that's her giving all the news. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe make that bit a lot more obvious and make her also a bit more involved in the plot. Maybe not as, like, an admin or anything, but... Oh well, yeah, team. make her an admin. I mean, oh, that's the other yeah. thing, is that the Team Flare admins have, like, zero personality. Yeah. They're pretty pretty bland, except for, like, the one doctor guy, and even then he was kind of like, eh. Yeah. Just four Daft Punk wannabes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Late four, or evil, I'm working with Team Flare. Of course, the, the box legendary would be Zygarde, as sort of, like, the preserver to Xerneas's creator and Yelvatel's destroyer? Yeah. Because I think they were kind of going for a Brahma trio. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Would, or no, his name isn't Cyrus. What is his name? Lysander. Lysander, yeah. Lysander off! (laughs) Would he be trying to awaken Zygarde, or would Zygarde interfere when he tries to awaken the other two? Hmm... I think going for what Lysander wants, which is basically destroying the world and remaking it, he probably wants to focus on Xerneas to get rid of everybody he doesn't want. Or Ivatal. Or Ivatal, yeah. Xerneas is the creator. So Xerneas tries to intervene, and either you need to get Zygarde to help out, even though Xerneas actually has type advantage over Yelvatel. (laughs) And over Zygarde, for that matter. Yeah. Or the whole thing is that Lysander loses control over Yelvatel, so you have to get Zygarde involved because Yelvatel and Xerneas start fighting each other. Yeah, Yeah. kind of like in uh, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. I mean, the color scheme fits, so why not just go all the way? Why not? It's not like Pokemon has never reused plot lines before. Exactly. And then... Lysander's more of a tougher fight, and also Lysander gets a bit darker in my version, because I also have a, uh, so the Pokemon 
version that I used for my first playthrough was Pokemon Y, which is really good. I liked it. I also like my big evil bird. Yep. <laughs> um, but I've been playing Pokemon X, and I've read somewhere, and I've kind of noticed this, but Team Flare gets a little more fascist in, in that version. Yeah, because it's like, we're gonna remake the world, and only the rich people are gonna be able to join us. Yeah, so like... This is still a kid's video game, so you can't go, like, full evil, but at the same time, like, I don't know, the Red Skull has appeared in some cartoons for Marvel, so... Basically, it would be Red Skull for kids level. <laughs> Baby's first fascist regime. <laughs> yeah, and this would also tie into Lysander's own backstory and how he came to these conclusions and all that sort of stuff, but in a way yeah. that, again, a six-year-old could probably understand. Humanity has declined, and I must make their decisions for them. And then the protagonist says, that's wrong. And then he's like, no, slow tear, I must destroy all Pokemon. <laughs> Does he still have that slow tear? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then anyway, post-game, because... There is one. Death. The problem with Pokemon... For many a generations, this isn't just a gem specific one, is that the post game can be kind of lackluster. Yes. Like, short of getting like an add on region like you got with the gold, silver, crystal games yeah. and heart, gold, soul, silver, you need something. So, if this is post Galar, then it would also, or post uh, Sword Shield, then yeah, you would automatically get Galar. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's so close. Yeah. And Some like, people have suggested that for Sword and Shield, the DLC is Wales. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. I'm down with Wales. Um, but storyline-wise, I was also thinking um, you would still have like the Emma Looker Essentia plot, which was super cool, and I cried. Yeah. <laughs> um. You would get a, an adventure that actually goes into AZ's backstory or AZ's backstory. Nice. Yeah, and actually explore some of the lore of the region because, damn, big old war 3,000 years ago that nearly wiped out all Pokemon and the old king is still walking around? Yeah, I want to know more. Because he either got caught, cursed with eternal life or never dying, depending on the version. Yeah. It's almost like Jonah Hex. And then something about the Lumios ghost girl. Yes. Oh god, she is fucking terrifying. In case someone has somehow missed the Lumios ghost girl, she was a girl found in one of the buildings at Lumios, and you have to go up to like the third floor, then all of a sudden everything stops when you get out of the elevator, and she like slides across and she's like, you're not the one, before disappearing. And then there's, like, some indications from the train station. Like, there's a note at the back of one of the bulletin boards that says, um, go to the usual meeting place. Or, yeah, there's some indications that something weird is going on with her. Like, something dark and scary. So you have to join Pokebusters. Yeah, basically. <laughs> nice. Oh, what if that ties into, like, uh, the Hoopa event? Oh, I never got to the Hoopa event. Well, it's like, because there's no actual event, it's just like, download a Hoopa, and now you have it. Okay. It's 
Like, it's different from when they did, in Gens 4 and 5, when you were getting a mythological Pokemon, like a, the ones that you had to download the item for, download the Pokemon itself. Yeah, like when Shaman you got or the, whoever. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. When you got the item, you would also, like, unlock, a, like, a storyline, a little quest to go yeah. through, as opposed to in X and Y and Sun and Moon, where it's just you download it and now you have it. There's no, yeah. like, grandeur about it. Like, when you wanted to get Arceus, the god of all Pokemon, you had to climb to the top of Spirit Pillar, play the Azure Flute, and then climb, like, up into heaven itself to, like, its ancient hall that it resides in in order to catch it. Yeah. So I was thinking, because one of the problems with uh, those event Pokemon is, like, there was only, like, a certain amount of time that you could get them, and then if you didn't get them in time, you would never get them. Yeah. And what... I would have liked to see now that you can just like download these Pokemon from a code is that you can like um, get some sort of code or whatever from like um, EB games or whatever game store. And when you download, when you enter in that code, you not only download that legendary, you actually get a plot line to catch that legendary. Exactly. Yeah. So basically it's just adding DLC. Yeah. Like, do DLC like that, where it, like, adds more to the game instead of just getting another critter. Yeah, and, you know, if you want to make it a, maybe not slightly more challenging, but, like, I don't know, a little more money involved, um, maybe have the DLC code as part of, like, maybe to encourage po- people to buy more Pokemon cards. It's part of, like, a pack or something. Oh, yeah, that could be a thing. Yeah. I mean, you already get codes from Pokemon cards to play the online game. So, yeah, why not integrate more Pokemon card stuff into the actual game? Or do, like, go all over the place, like, have one code that you get from Pokemon cards, one that you get from buying plushies, one from shirts. Okay, yeah. One where a code that only appears if you watch the anime on this time. (laughs) But also, like, I remember one time you suggested, like, um, having kind of, like, a legendary rotation thing going on. Yes, yeah, where it's, like, there's only a limited amount of time for the legendary, but it will cycle back around. Like, they just have to go through the other five or something yeah. over the next few months, but it will come back. Yeah, like I, I really like that because it still gives you a chance to get it. Yeah, like, there are some mobile games where, like, they'll have events going on, and during the event, they make it a bit easier to get the event-exclusive content, but, like, that event is going to circle back around and maybe it'll be a bit tougher this time because you don't have all the other stuff going at once, but it's still possible. And if you miss it this time, then it's going to circle around a third time and a yeah. fourth time. da 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 Yeah. As long as, you know, this gen is still being used, like, we'll just cycle through all of these legendaries. Mm-hmm. And we'll have, like, the schedule up on, like, Twitter or wherever. Yeah. Some are easily accessible. So, yeah, Twitter and the main Pokemon site, because I don't think most parents are going to let, like, their 10-year-olds onto Twitter. You never know. Parents are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, and anyway, the other uh, post-game plot I was thinking about was something involving the Pokemon Village. Okay. Yeah. So, again, you could have a legendary thing going on there. Like, you already get Mewtwo, but, like, I would have liked a bit more. Like, why yeah. is Mewtwo here? <laughs> Like, maybe there's a whole dungeon underneath, and it's, like, the remains of a Pokemon lab. Ooh, yeah. So Also, like, something more, like, like expand the Battle Maze on, so it's, like, not the only facility there. Like, have some other... Basically, bring back the Battle Frontier. Yeah. 
bring a battle frontier um and i'm assuming that this is going to be for the switch so you could probably also include post game like the sword and shield region galar because that of course makes sense maybe a few more mini games Maybe have some more inclusion of your mom character, who was also a former champion right on racer. Yeah, right I on mean, racer. Okay, since this is in a post uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee timeline as well, we could bring, like, just make Pokemon racing a thing, and then one of the competing racers is your mom. Yeah. It's like how um, another thing in Platinum was if you're competing in the contest, if you get high enough, then two of the com- other competitors in the contest will be your mom and Fantina. Okay, you have yeah. to be both of them in order to like get the master master ribbon. Yeah, and then hmm, something to do with that train station. Uh, you know, it's probably going to connect to Galar. Yeah, it goes through the tunnel. <laughs> yep, and then yeah, most of the other stuff would be like mechanical improvements, just making things look a bit prettier. Like I would hopefully like to see a bit more of an open world concept, but like I'm okay with the linear stuff. Yeah, I think it's going to be, like, Generation 9, where we get Pokemon of the Wild. Yeah. Um, And that'll be on, like, the Super Switch. Yeah, whenever that happens. Yeah. Because you know they got something planned. Oh, yeah, well, probably not for another few years. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably wait until maybe next year's E3 that we hear anything. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Switch is already three years old, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, now I just have to get my tax return and I could possibly buy a Switch with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, at least now you know you don't have to get Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah. You can probably just skip directly to Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I didn't want Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, but like yet another retread of Gen 1. Like, I like Gen 1, but my favorite version of that is still Fire Red and Leaf Green. Yeah, I'd like to finish them. Um, yeah. but I'm going to go back and I'm going to get my shiny Venonette. God damn it. <laughs> Still determined. Still determined. Because the Bellsprout line does not have a great move pool. That's another thing that could use a mega evolution is yeah, the Bellsprout, Bellsprout line. line. Yeah, You know, in the uh, gold and silver beta, there is going to be a poison stone. And so you could evolve uh, Weepin' Bell into like a po- a pure poison type, Ooh. like how you can evolve uh, Gloom into a pure grass type with Blossom. Yeah. So let's also throw in a poison stone now. That's how you get Poison. <laughs> yeah. Toxion. Ooh, I wonder if they're going to introduce a new evolution. If they, they're definitely going to introduce new ones, and it's going to be either Dragon or Steel or both. Yeah. You know what would be cool is if they make. To Dragon Steel and their version exclusive. Huh, that would be interesting. Yeah, I heard. I some people have suggested that instead of two mascot legendaries, that's one, but like with different forms. Ooh, that would be because cool. they both have the wolf head on the logos. Yeah, and then it'll gain the gun form in the third version. <laughs> it'll probably be spear or, or shield. No, they've already used. There's shield. already a shield. Yeah, more shield. <laughs> Pokemon sword, Pokemon shield, and Pokemon more shield. <laughs> I like Ryan's Pokemon trebuchet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah! I did listen to the recent episode of Super Fun Network. Here's a plug for it, Ryan. The villains to be American footballers. (laughs) 
Because oh. all the starters are going to evolve into British sports. <laughs> okay, a very dark thought popped in what popped into my head, but like, what if the villain was basically Lord Summerisle from The Wicker Man? Not the Combies! <laughs> Not the Combies! <laughs> or, 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 uh, the village from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> the greater good. Sort it. <laughs> also, I will announce my love for turning the female player character into a Scots person. Yes, I'm gonna give all my Pokemon Welsh and Scottish names just to flex on the English. Yes. All right, but I think that's about time for us today. Yeah. So before we get to our contact information, we will stop here for a little friend promo. Hello and welcome to Bed Bath & Bionicle, a show where I call Joe my friend Hi. at 7 a.m. my time and talk to them about the wonderful world of Bionicle. Let's mm -hmm. go through a quick quiz, Joe. Mm. Um, tell me, any member of the Toa Mata? Uh, is that the first one? It's the first one. Uh, Kopaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <coughs> <laughs> potato. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's two. Taco Nuva. You can find more of this riveting information over at Bed Bath and Bionicle Nirvana? on your local podcast app. <laughs> That's not. It's a band. <laughs> Airing every Monday. Check us out. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lindsay, where can people find you on the internet? I'm at lindsaym476 on Twitter, and you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there. Tanner, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. You can also find this very podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod, which is the letters for Not If I Reboot You First, and it is pronounced NYARF! <laughs> Um, you can also find this podcast on Instagram at not if I reboot you first, all one word. The hashtag is also Nyarf. And you can also email us at not if I reboot you first at gmail.com. Send us your comments, your critiques, your suggestions. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, like we've had in the past, then send us that. All you need is an idea, but don't tell us what the idea is. Just give us a hint because we like to be surprised. And also, don't forget to rate and review the show, because that helps us find new listeners, uh, however it works. Also, just telling people about the show is handy. Tell your friends, tell your family. Spread it on Twitter, probably. Put the put hashtag Nyarif as your greeter message on Pokemon Sun and Moon. <laughs> anyway, Tanner, what's the hint for next week's episode? Well, the next episode is actually going to be another guest spot. And the hint that we received from them, it simply says it is a cartoon that was animated in Canada. Oh. So it's definitely going to be up our alley, or your alley at the very least. Oh god, what if it's Ivana the Yukon? Oh no! Don't, don't inflict this on us, please! <laughs> we can only take so much, Bernie French dude! Ugh! <sighs> Defrosted for you and for me. Hey! <laughs> That's all, folks! Bye! Bye!